Friend, please help Spirit-Filled Hearts Ministry by supporting the cost to produce Spirit-Filled Radio and Podcast for this current fiscal year. You can become a partner with Spirit-Filled Hearts by donating monthly. Your contributions make a difference in the lives of all those who listen to our radio shows and podcasts. Thank you for your support. Go to spiritfilledhearts.org and click on the donate button. That's spiritfilledhearts.org. This week's I Thirst follow-up, section 19, is about sacramentals. We have talked about the sacraments, and then now we are going to see those things which are really ordered so that we can have a more beautiful experience of the sacraments. So sacramental is really kind of a knockoff of the sacraments, but not really just a knockoff. It's really a path that really should help us to love the sacraments more. And so, for example, when we have holy water, holy water is a sacramental. So it's not a sacrament, it's a sacramental, and holy water should really remind us of the power of baptism and make us think of, wow, God gave me sanctifying grace in baptism, it's a gateway to the other sacraments, and really help us to love and be grateful for our baptism. And then when we use that holy water, it also remits, it forgives our venial sins. It doesn't do it for mortal sins. But if we have contrition, we use that holy water, and then we make the sign of the cross, then that also remits any venial sins. It's a really amazing thing. So sacramentals versus sacraments are really vehicles of grace. However, we see that they're vehicles of grace in a different way. So sacraments are efficacious signs insofar as they are signs that give grace. So a sacrament, for example, of baptism, when you have that water, which is a sign, and it's poured over the head of the baby, it's a sign of washing, and that very sign has that power given by God to wash away original sin as well as actual sin if it's an adult. And so here, the theologians describe the way that grace comes through a sacrament as ex opere operato. Okay, so it's a little bit complicated there, but here the mode of the grace coming through the sacrament is ex opere operato. That means you get the grace when the work of the sacrament has been accomplished. Right. So once more, you get that grace when you do the sacrament. Okay. And so it doesn't really matter if that person knows or not. If you do the sacrament properly, you will get that grace. So for example, the baby has no idea what's going on, right? Just like, why is this cold water on my head, right? That's the only thing that it knows, right? So here we see that um, the baby doesn't even need to understand what's happening with baptism. And as long as you say, I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, right? You just did the work of baptism. The grace is flowing through the baby and the baby has sanctifying grace, right? The work having been done, the baby gets the grace, right? Regardless if the baby knows anything or not, right? However, sacramentals don't work in the same way. You do get grace from them. It's a vehicle of grace, but it does not work ex opere operato. So here, 
the sacramentals work ex, you can say, opere operantis. This is how St. Thomas describes it, or from the work of the operator, or you can say from the work of the one using the sacramental, or you can say ex devotione, that is, you'll get grace using the sacramental from your devotion, right? So for example, if the baby, right, uses holy water, like you just dip the baby's hand in the holy water, the baby doesn't know what's happening. And, you know, the baby is protected by the holy water, but the grace doesn't come into the baby's soul, you know, through the holy water, you know, because the baby doesn't even understand something, right, about holy water. If you have somebody who's, you know, the age of seven or the, you know, age of reason and above or an adult, when they use the holy water, they know that it's been blessed, right? They use it and then they have sorrow for their sins. They use it. They're sorry for their sins. And from their devotion of using Using that holy water, then grace can come through the holy water and their devotion. So it has to be and their devotion, and then their venial sins are forgiven. So if you take the case of, for example, atheists, right? If you just like hose an atheist with holy water, their sins aren't going to be forgiven because they don't even believe in holy water. There's no devotion in them whatsoever. They're, they're not even using the sacramental. They're just getting doused by holy water, right? So there's no way that that grace can enter into their souls, right? And so here we see that sacramentals are vehicles of grace only when there is devotion from the one using it. And so, for example, if you have a rosary, you know, some people like to wear a rosary, obviously never wear it as jewelry, but you wear it for protection, you wear it for remembering, you know, Our Lady is the Queen of Heaven and Earth. If you wear it with devotion, that rosary, when it's blessed, right, has to be blessed, set apart, then it becomes a vehicle of grace through your devotion. So that's what a sacramental is. There are so many sacramentals to help us in this world that the church has given us, right? You have, of course, holy water, you have blessed objects, and those could be so many different things. You know, really powerful ones are blessed salt. We'll speak about that. It is a powerful sign of the protection and preservation of grace. That's why you can throw salt in your home as a protection. You can use it in cooking in order to help you remember about the Eucharist. It's, the, uh, as it were, when a baby baby is baptized, they receive some exercise salt in their mouth as a first taste of the Eucharist. It is a taste of heavenly things, a sign of wisdom. And so all of those things, when you have your devotion, you're thinking about the salt, then the salt, when it's of course blessed, becomes a vehicle of grace. And so you have blessed oil, you can have that to remind you of the power of the Holy Spirit, again, but it's not the same thing as chrism. But again, still, it's a sacramental, it's something set apart by a blessing of a priest, and then it becomes a vehicle of grace like that. And so here, that brings us to the next point, that a sacramental is blessed. So it has to be blessed. It's a material thing, which is blessed by a priest, and then when it's used with devotion, then you can get grace through it. And these are going to be actual graces. Those are the graces that are there when God is kind of boosting you up higher, you know, so they only last as long as you have the devotion. So, for example, in sanctifying grace, you have that sanctifying grace until you lose it through a mortal sin. So it sticks with you. But actual graces are kind of like boosting graces that you have as long as you have that devotion. So those beautiful sacramentals, uh, you get extra boosts of grace, as it were, right? And so that's the beauty of the sacramental. 
capsules and why we should use them constantly to protect ourselves. Now, the scary thing is that, of course, Satan, he mocks and he wants to create his own, you know, parallel anti-kingdom. So if you really look around in the world today, you will see, you're like, oh, who needs really sacramentals? You know, who needs them? You know, I just can do my own thing. You know, I don't really need sacramentals. You know, but if you really see this kind of mindset in people here, you see that they naturally start turning to these, like, objects in a superstitious way so for example you have like sage and you have all these like little, little trinkets and tarot cards and you know all these other things which are you know set aside for some kind of use of course demonic uses but here you know you have these energy crystals or these crystal protection crystals or you know all these things and what they turn out to be are you know, anti-sacramentals, you know, because Satan hates these sacramentals. So he's going to use his own things, his own mockeries and everything like that. So here, these people are like, oh, you know, I don't, I don't need any of these sacramentals. And they turn to these other things instead, you know, and they're just like, you know, clueless of what's happening. So we really have to guard against those. No energy crystals, no tarot cards, no, you know, lucky charms or whatever superstitious things. But we always must use those things blessed by the church blessed by a priest and then of course here with the true faith right this is so important to realize and so here sacramentals are so important for our life of faith they really help us you know they help us to pray they help us to keep on track they really lead us powerfully to the sacraments and they really lead us to especially the highest of the sacraments which is the holy eucharist right so all the sacramentals that we use the salt the oil you know whatever it is the rosary you know all of these you know, bless candles, you know, all of these sacramentals, the whole purpose of them is to increase our charity, faithful but charity, so that we will be brought to the glory of the Mass and experience the sacrament of sacraments, which of course is the Blessed Eucharist. So let's pray that we use these beautiful sacraments with all of our heart and of course the sacramentals, which then lead us to a greater love of the sacraments and to see how God has given us so many vehicles uh, to grace and and, you know, there's like no excuse that, you know, oh, you know, Jesus didn't help me. Well, here we should use the sacramentals and we should use the sacraments, which are just filled with all this, you know, all these different options, all these different helps. They're just so rich in their tradition. The saints have used them and they're just filled with such a richness and they give us such a richness in our faith. So let's do that. Amen. If you're enjoying these podcasts, please consider supporting Spirit-Filled Hearts Ministry with a one-time or monthly gift. Spirit-Filled Hearts Ministry is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. We are only funded by generous donors who believe in our mission to evangelize.